that's a problem with drinking, I thought, as I poured myself a drink. If something bad happens you drink in an attempt to forget, if something good happens you drink in order to celebrate, and if nothing happens you drink to make something happen. Welcome to Tonight with Terry Lee. That's right. My name is Joe. My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. That was the drinking song, or Drink, 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 performed by Mario Lanza. That's right. That's absolute beauty. And uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, one week later. It's been a long week. It's been a long, long week. Uh, tonight we are going to be talking to Terry Lee, the master of the tone. Um, yeah, that's right. A, a, a subject uh, which I'm sure we're going to get into in more depth later. Uh, ceremonial mummified alcoholism um, yeah. within the Yukon culture. That's right. Right up there in northwest Canada, near the Alaskan border, where this man and Dawson City reside. So we're going to get into that, but beforehand we must say how incredible it is to be sponsored by Bison Beer. Thank you, Bison Beer. Thank, Thank you, you so beer. much, Bison Beer. We've got three, Brilliant. I hope will be terrific beers to consume tonight and review. Um, with words from yep. our good friend Jacques, one of the founding fathers of this bovine clan. We're going to hear from Jack for the first beer. That's right. We're going to hear from uh, him. What I want to tell you about is what else we have in store for you for the show. Okay. We are going into our story segment of the show. Still not found a name. We're calling it story time. I'm calling it story time. <laughs> I don't think we should call it that next episode. Oh, something we'll else. It something else. We'll take emails. Um, uh, bison at beer.com. Um, it's actually cheers at Bison, so send them the requests, <laughs> send them the emails for the new name for Storytime. But anyway, Storytime this time is a little bit different from last time. It's quite different, isn't it? I think well, this time, rather than, uh, rather than us trying to fumble around reading it, we're going to get um, a wonderful automated voice of a yeah. very depressed Irish man. Um, reading us out uh, the continued adventures of Marco Giddings. That's correct, US. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to have Jacques explain the beer we were about to review, so uh, take it away, Jacques. Hey, Jack here from Bison Beer. We're looking forward to the guys trying three of our brews. So first up, we've got the Beer Club Pale. This is our 3.5% Session Pale Ale, and it was actually brewed for our old boss. So Nick and I came from a London Media Company. We had a combined 15 years um, service there. And when we left with their blessing to go and open a bottle shop in Brighton, we um, promised to go back and, and make them a beer. So this is the result of that. It's 3.5%, uh, which is super sessionable, and it's kind of aimed at the... Um, 
the colleagues that we left behind um, and giving them something that they can have one or two of and then be able to go back to work or go home and put the kids to bed. And we kind of think it's an introductory beer to the kind of craft beer industry. So it's quite light, refreshing, not too bitter, and hopefully something that all of the, um, the guys we left behind can enjoy. That was Jack. That's it cracking open. <laughs> Thank you very much. Our patron, Jack. Nick also from Buy Some Beer. I thought I was, I was trying to get the cracks sort of at the same time. Yeah, I, I'm going to do it right next I to I fucked that right up. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Nice. That was good. beautiful. Done with so a metal prong. It's probably there the best is. way to open a can of, of, of Bison Beer Club. There's a very nice description there, Jacques. Very nice. It's a lovely thing to do to make a beer for your friends. Absolutely. Like yeah, it. lovely. And I love the idea of being able to session something out so that you can, you know, you can drink it while you're at work, which has always been a passion of mine as well. <laughs> yeah, it does taste good. Yeah, I don't know if... It um, does taste good. It does taste light. It's light. In a nice way, though. Not in like a sort of terrible sort in of Budweiser way. In three cans at lunchtime. No one will notice when you get back. No one will smell on your breath. Exactly. But no, it's actually quite delicious, genuinely. There is, um, there is a, a subtle mustiness, not unlike what I imagine a bovine would smell like from afar, except it tastes delicious. It's certainly a palatable pale. It certainly is. You know what would be even better, Joe? What's if that? we could be reviewing this while we were listening to the story time. We shall listen to story time. Is there a possible right. way we Let's could do, do this it. at the same time? Let's do it. Let's listen to story time. Wow. Let's I mean, if we can do this, if we can augment reality and be drinking at the same time as listening to an automated voice read out the continued adventures of Marco Giddings, I just don't know. Whether we could this do works anything. or not. We could have, we could have 4K Paul at this point. So we sent this, well, we might have, because we sent this off to an erotic oh, yes. writer, the uh, next installment of our Marco Giddings uh, saga. And uh, in this uh, chapter, hopefully he meets Dawn Boxer. No idea how we came up with that name. Hopefully he finds love. I suppose last time, Marco, our, uh, our would-be photographer, found himself in the woods, saw a couple of ghost deer. Perhaps, you know, that's, that was the best part of the story. That really. was the only, the only, only bit, really yeah. redeemable feature of that terrible, terrible piece of I'm going to press play and see if we can hear let's, it. Uh, let's, let's, let's see what happens. The, the puffs of their regret were visible in the moonlight. Thank goodness it's nearing full moon, Dawn thought. If it hadn't been, she wasn't certain she would have found the courage to be here. Very of course, to hear. defeat anything <laughs> from the man ter- beside her help. From the first time she saw him, Marco Giddings had been an irresistible draw for Dawn. Shy, serious <laughs> oh, little Dawn had found herself speaking up when she'd overheard Marco's deep monotone questioning <laughs> a local librarian about what the woods nearby. Wow, this guy is depressed. So here we have the lovely Patrick Crawford to read out The Herd, as written by our writer. Patrick, after you. Thanks, Joe. The Herd. The puffs of their breath were visible in the moonlight. Thank goodness it's nearing full moon, Dawn thought. Marco had been far from willing at first, but back in her workshop, Dawn had bet him a small item he wanted on a hand of Uno. He wanted on a hand of Uno. He'd lost, of course. They always did. Was that a hand of Uno? A hand of Uno, yeah. Nice. The, oh, the game Uno. The game Uno, yeah. You know. He lost, of course. They always did. And here they were. Except here they weren't. <laughs> great. That's great. Why? Why? I'm thrilled. She'd been waiting to see the deer her whole life. 
and the one time she summoned the courage for a nightmare venture, there was no sign of them. Marco squeezed her shoulder. Don't give up hope yet, darling. Dawn flushed. <laughs> it's so nice to hear you call me that. She glimpsed his easy smile next to her, felt his lips briefly in her hair. My darling, Marco wrapped his arms around and nuzzled into her neck. Perhaps we should go back to yours, but the night won't be wasted entirely. You're right. I did get the sample of the vole I've been waiting for. <laughs> that is fucking brilliant. Marco frowned in amusement. Taxidermy, you're obsessed. Something made her turn back, her breath stilled. There they were, as present if they were actually alive. Ghost deer, five of them, luminous, pale. Their pelts glistened in the moonlight, each hair defined as finely as the drops of dew that were slowly settling on the leaves around them. Marco turned too, and Dawn could tell he had also seen them. She wanted to look at him, but she couldn't. Not when her eyes could take in the deer. The slight dip of, her, of their heads on the graceful necks made her heart beat fast. Dawn's focus fixed on the twitch of an ear, and she felt the... Oh, no, up to it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and she felt the small hairs at the back of her neck rise in response. Next to her, Dawn felt the slow glide of Marco's fingers wrapping around hers. The fingers in her grasp twitched and she heard Marco take a sharp breath. The herd started at, startled at the noise. Started? Oh, startled. That's the ghost herd. The ghost herd. Then became eerily still. The deer had returned to their moonlit grazing. Ghostly mouths <laughs> nipping in invisible buds. But now, one looked up once more, staring at the pair who were fixedly gazing at the herd. Dawn watched the slow slide of its tongue wiping away a stray strand of grass and felt her own lips buzz in response. She chanced to look at Marco beside her, noticed that his lips were parted and his breathing coming fast. The deer's nostrils fled. <laughs> <laughs> Much like my own at this point. Is there, is there a threesome between Dawn, Marco and a ghost oh. deer? Could be on the cards, Joe. Dawn felt something wrench through her, down to the enfolded heat of their joined hands and through the man beside her. Her breaths came out in deep sighs as the herd moved away. Finally, finally, <laughs> there was just shadows and moonlight once more. It was everything you said, Marco whispered, his hand still clasping hers. I knew it would be, she said. Let's go home. Oh, that was fantastic. Thank you very, very well done, very well done, Patrick. Thank, Thank you, you very that. much for that, Patrick. That was well, well read. And I think that um, our writer, who uh, she'll... So stay nameless, um, yeah. as she wished. Um, her name's Victoria. Um, <laughs> she, uh, I think she gave us everything we asked for. for f also for five pounds. I mean, I mean I that really was five dollars. Yeah, I felt it was five dollars. So it was actually three pounds forty. It was, you know, we gave her such a, a, a bizarrely brief sort of uh, series of things to go on, and she she made something that was quite involved. And I mean, it's real, I mean, it's not my cup of tea. It, she did at least bring <laughs> the, the, the deer and paranormal into it, and she did keep the eroticism down <laughs> to a subtlety. That bit with the tongue at the end, though, she just couldn't help herself. I she know, but like, that was almost like... That was a bit... Ugh. If anyone's going to have their tongue out, it shouldn't be the deer. <laughs> yeah, but then his mouth was a bit parted, so he was like... <laughs> so it's a bit... <laughs> she was trying to say, like, he's the deer, she's the deer, or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they meant. But I like that she kept to the ghost deer. She she also invented things about the deer's forest. I think it's, it's good. What was the forest called again? Was it oh, called, like, the, the, ho the forest of the holy stag or something? Am I making that up? It was called something like... Something something good like that, anyway. I like that she kind of turned it into more of a an evocative horror novel than it needed to be. 
and I think that's good. That will give us something to go on for. Do you mean time. slain stag wood? Slain stag wood. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah. that could be that could be a metal one band. thing. I do. There's a, there's a, there's only one negative to that, and it. We, I mean, we always ask for 500 words, and we always get always. at least a thousand. And you know what? You know, there's just a lot more beer to drink. They can't help themselves. <laughs> so I must say though, yeah, this actually we've is, actually completely uh, sessioned out. It is sessionable. I could drink mm. a lot of these things. We've sessioned out the Bison Beer Club Pale. And it was delicious. And it is about time to hear from Jack again, I believe. It but is, but I, I think we should play our jingle. We, yes. we, we wrote a jingle earlier for Bison. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. And after that, we will hear, hear, hear from uh, Uncle Jack. That's right, Uncle Jack. Sorry, Michael. Okay, so what do you think? What oh you no, think? I think it was time for Jacques. Oh, were you in between? Oh no, well, I just thought we could... I thought we were going we, straight on to Jacques. We should oh, go okay. back into Jack. Okay, we're going straight to Jack again, Jack, we're coming back into you. <laughs> so next up, we've got our Seaside APA. Now this is our session pale ale. It's, um, it's the first one we ever brewed. It was um, in homage to the, the American kind of craft beer scene that inspired us to go on this journey. Um, so it has all American hops that kind of gives it a real fruity tropical taste which um, which Nick and I were massively into when we were sampling beers before we decided to um, to actually open a, a bottle shop and frequented a lot of um, a lot of places in London that sold these kind of beers and it's designed by um, our friend and studio called Sea Creatures so um, Dan is um, a Brighton-based illustrator, and what he's done is um, is quite remarkable in the uh, in the three or four years that he's been going in terms of creating a, a brand and creating something that's quite fun. It doesn't take itself doesn't take itself too seriously, and it's really um, aligned with the kind of way that we look at the craft beer industry. So we called it Seaside, um, partly because of the um, the location of our bottle shop being by the seaside in Brighton. But also with that kind of play on words, S W E S I D E, in um, reference to Dan's studio, Sea Creatures. So it's something that really does underline what we're all about. It's in its third year now. Um, each time changes in iteration, and each time we um, release it, we have a different kind of design on there. So you'll notice we've got one on uh, the current can that you're drinking, which is called Brighton Away, and that's in celebration of. Um, Brighton being promoted to Premier League and also a nod to um, to the other 19 clubs in the Premier League to say there really isn't a better day out than, um, than Brighton when it comes to an away game. Jack, thank for that, that, Jack. Yes, thank for that, Jack. Um, I, this, this beer we are going to open right now, Jack. It uh, is colourful, colourful as hell. I'm, a, I'm seeing a bison ogling me from a blue and yellow backdrop. He looks a little worried. He does indeed. He, he looks almost perturbed by how delicious this APA is going to be. Do you think Jack uh, recorded um, 
those messages by the seaside because of I believe, because of this beer. I believe this this disconcerting buffalo. Was Do you think it's conceptual? Him. I believe it is conceptual. Because I can certainly hear the seaside. I can hear it in the fizz Jack himself. I can also I can hear the seaside behind Jack and also from the fizz of this beer. Let's go for it. It's the, it's the original. Drink up. Wow. And uh, you know what would make this uh, this uh, delicious APA even better is a conversation with our resident gambler, Filthy Al. Filthy Al the gambler. I wonder what hot tips he has for us in the upcoming gambling season. We'll have plenty. From the nags to the footies to the tennis. And it must be said that this man has a very good track record. Indeed. Um, Three out of five wins so far. There we go. That's the track record. We're going to hear from Al in a second. We're going to get him on the phone so all of us can talk to him. That'd be wonderful. And uh, we could tell him how delicious this... Uh, actually, it's a lot lighter than the other beer. It either. feels lighter, it feels doesn't even it? Lighter. What's the percentage on this? I don't know. It might be a bit stronger. I, I, it doesn't feel stronger. I it think feels it, lighter. I think it should be stronger if it's... I don't even know if I've had an APA before. I would recommend it. It has less flavour to it than the last bison beer, but it, it feels heavier in, in, in another way. I can't explain it. It does feel like the seaside. It does feel like yeah, a bit I of agree. a... I'm sitting in the sunshine, a buffalo staring at me. I'm enjoying myself. Right. Me me too. Let's call Filthy Al before me too. I Let's go call him. Um Firstly, um, I think you're right about this beer. I want to talk more about this beer. Because the, the, the Bison Beer Club is way more flavoursome. It was a lot more flavoursome. This one's more like a, more like a slight lager. It I'm is. Gonna, do you want to taste this? We're, we're passing it to our producer, Ian. Producer, Ian. He's looking, he's looking ominously, just like the buffalo. He's taking a sip. He looks pleased. His eyebrows were raised in the air. There you go. Not bad. Not bad. What about Patrick? Resident what about reader? Patrick? Patrick cautiously places the, 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 the can to his lips. More hops. An expression There's of ghostly eroticism. This, this is what Ian wants. Hey, he says it's good. Old Moot says it's good. Filthy Al. Filthy Al, Let's where are you? you? Where Let's are you now? Hello? Is Filthy that... Al, is Filthy that you? It is indeed Filthy Al. Where Hello. are you now, Filthy Al? Right now, I've just uh, vacated a family dinner. Oh, brilliant. How, how, much, how much did you put on whether it be a, a chicken or a, or a beef? It was uh, about £16 on chicken, but sadly it was beef. <laughs> Fantastic. So, what tips have you got for us, Al? You must have something for us. I do indeed. I do indeed have, uh, I think, seven tips today. Seven tips, seven. my man. I do. Listeners at home, um, listen to these things. As we said, there's a good track record. He's a mystical fucker. <laughs> proven, a proven winner, as filthy Al is. Uh, yeah, I've got them here, so whenever you're ready, I can fire away. Just give them to us. Hit me with your rhythm stick, Al. Fantastic, Ian Joe, we would love these. Right, I'm going to start off with some uh, quick-fire punts for nice. the loyal listeners. All of these are in the next three days, so get your thumbs ready and tap that bet. Fantastic. <laughs> Today, 17th of August, the Nags. 1.30pm, Frontwell races, Sky of Stars at 6-4. Confidence, 1986 Cronenberg. Incredible. 2.20, Salisbury. Pick a little at 6 to 1. Confidence, £1,000 stag do. Fantastic. 
Cricket Sticks. England versus West Indies. Moen Ali, under two and a half wickets. In the first innings, at four to five. Oh, Confidence, good. absolute salmon trout. Oh, it's a salmon <laughs> trout. <laughs> Saturday, 19th of August. The Fisting. Terence Crawford to beat Julius Indongo on points at two to one. Confidence, Bovril at a bulky pie. Oh, well, that's a good, that's, that's, that's high confidence for all Southerners listening. Right, now for the futures. And these really are for the not so loyal fans because these bets are for the whole season. So relax those fans and bet at your leisure. You quack flambers. <laughs> oh. Filthy, filthy bitch. Kickball. Everton to finish top six in the Premier League at 31 to 10. Confidence, majestic tones. <laughs> Swansea to be relegated at 2 to 1. Confidence, you don't look like the Beatles. <laughs> You've got a lucky face. Hoop basket. James Harden to be MVP at 7-1. to one. Confidence, I love your eyes, baby. Cool, that's a good one. And I'll leave you with this. Remember, be sure to make at least one bet a day. Else you could be walking around lucky and never know it. Oh, filthy, filthy Al. Oh, that's filthy a fantastic... Thank you, thank you very much, filthy Al. Fantastic salad right there. We'll eat to our family there. dinner. Yeah, you must get back to your family. Enjoy that I'll salmon. Back. Enjoy I'll that salmon, my friend. Oh. <laughs> Take it away, fellas. Take it <laughs> away. Wow. Oh, boy. I know. Filthy oh, Al, what can you say? You know, it makes us feel like every day is a chance for that roulette ball in the sky. But he's a winner. He is yeah, a winner. He's an absolute winner. He always wins. Uh, this man has a book with every bet he's ever had written book. down. A holy book. A parchment. He knows by the book. By the book. That he's winning. You know, uh... You know, That's what he does. The only horse I've ever bet on was called uh, was called Stage Girl, and she got shot in the first race. <laughs> so uh, you know, I think Al's Al's onto something here with the uh, you know, he's uh, he's in with the gods. He's shoulder rubbing, he's he's chin wagging with Valhalla. He's in the yawning void. And uh, I just want to say before we uh, go into our next segment, which is to eventually talk to the wonderful Towmaster Terry Lee, um, who has done us the pleasure to talk to him in the downtown hotel to give the audience a little description of uh, of the, the, the what we do know yeah, that's about right. the story that's of the right. toe. We're going to talk about now uh, Terry Lee, the master of the toe. Uh, tonight with Terry Lee, of course, the name of this podcast. Um, he is the man that we want to hear about and talk to. Bob, just take it away and let us know something or anything about Dawson City. Okay, so <clears throat> the Yukon is a territory in northwest Canada. It's right. wild, mountainous, and sparsely populated. And on a cold winter's night in the year of our Lord 1923, two brothers set out to smuggle barrels of rum from Dawson City to Alaska. Hold on, so... Yeah, they were, basically it was a prohibition. So what right. they were doing was they were illegally trying to smuggle these barrels of rum um, from Dawson City itself across uh, to Alaska. Ah. Yes, and uh, yes. they were being chased by these mounties, these uh, mounted police force, right, as right. you know, in their fantastic red outfits. And uh, they were being chased, and uh, and basically one of their one of their feet got very wet, 
during this uh, one of their one of their figure went. So basically, they ended up managing to find this kind of cabin in the woods, really in the middle of nowhere, yeah. and uh, and eventually because of this uh, wet foot and the incredible sort of uh, subarctic kind of cold temperatures uh, one of their toes uh, did get the frostbite so what that meant was one of the brothers was forced to perform uh, a shotgun amputation so he quite was literally literally he had to shoot not like his a own shotgun brother. wedding no not like a shotgun not like wedding. a very fast not amputation. like when you're riding you know the other side of the driver's seat either Basically, he had to get a shotgun, and after giving his brother a large amount of the rum they'd been smuggling, he shot his brother's toe off. And in order to preserve that toe, Jesus. they put it in a jar of their finest uh, bootleg rum. And, uh, and about 50 years later, in uh, 1973... Just, just 50 years later, 50 straight years away, later, so we are We're now skipping a long time, but we're, we're skipping from... Asimov. From literally, yeah, we're skipping from Asimov, absolutely. Eyes like Asimov. Eyes like Asimov. We're skipping uh, from 1923 to 1973. Mm. And uh, a gentleman named Captain Dick Stevenson, oh, who, run a kind of, uh, who ran a kind of... Uh, who ran a boat that went along the Yukon River for tourists, he, uh, he decided to buy that shack... Um, oh, that's it. Not yeah, really knowing. The, yeah, the, he bought the little the shed. He bought exactly. He, he didn't the, sh- the brother's I, shed. He had no idea of the contents. He just purchased it. Perhaps he purchased the land. I'm not sure. Yeah. And when he bought it, of course, he found inside this jar, this whiskey, and within the preserved toe of the amputated. Can you brother. imagine finding a, a toe in a bottle of whiskey in I mean, a shed? I can't think of a finer find. <laughs> I bet not. And I so bet he, not. when I, he got, I mean, it's just when he got back to because basically uh, Captain Dick Stevenson was in fact a resident of Dawson Sea, yeah. and when he got back there, him and his drinking buddies, they sat around, and in fact, inspired by a poem, um, they decided to uh, to come up with the idea of the sour toe cocktail, whereby they would drop That's this right. amputated preserved toe in the glass of any man who was brave enough to drink it to become a true Yukon gentleman. That's and the one right. rule was, if they no. were to drink it, that drink it fast, drink it slow, your lips must touch the gnarly toe. <laughs> and so today, in a year of our Lord 2017, uh, still the marvelous Terry Lee is now actually the, mar- the master of the toe. And that's why, we're, that's why we're, we're here tonight. Yeah. This is what tonight's so, about. So now he is the master of the toe, and he has been protecting all the various toes and administering the, uh, the shots of whiskey or liquor or champagne that contain these toes. And, um, and he also now actually hands out, um, as has always been in fact, uh, certificates to those worthy enough to join the so-called Sour Toe Cocktail Club. You must become a member only by drinking this whiskey and holding l- and a toe. And letting that gnarly toe touch your lips. And that's it. it Sometimes it even go into your mouth. This is, this is actually an issue that, we, uh, that we've come across recently. Um, uh, that these toes, some of these toes, have been um, ingested, stolen, returned, chewed. Unbelievable. Unbelievable stuff. So we're going to talk to Terry about it, work out wh- why it was it became the, uh, the the toe master, what it's like in Dawson today, and generally just to find out what it's like to be uh, an absolute ceremonial genius. Yeah, we, we have to talk to him. We're going to talk to him. Dawson City, the Yukon. Um, in the meantime, we're going to play you a little song. That's, yeah, that's a good And the song is a little song called uh, Hot Feet uh, by uh, Paul Speck and his orchestra. Yeah, and his orchestra. Yeah, 1927, so, uh, I think. So around the time of the original toe. Only a few years after the uh, original years. toe being uh, amputated by shotgun. That's it, that's it. We'll see you in a bit. See you soon. 
my fiddle. Heartbeat sizzling soup. Oh, what will I do? Actily, bop, bop, bop. Heartbeat singing like a busy bee. Drop feet smoke like a chimney. Heartbeat burn terribly. Nearly makes furnace out of me. Heartbeat and I'm what I mean. Hot, 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 hot. White heat. That's the way they have got. Do do do. Heartbeat. Charleston's dune. Shot feet. Black bottom ruined them. Heartbeat. Hear him yell. Oh, what's so hot heat? Hi there, it's uh, Bob and Joe from Tonight With. We're calling for Terry Lynn. I'm sorry? Um, we're uh, Bob and Joe. We're calling up to talk to Terry Lee. We spoke to Melissa. Uh, Terry should uh, be ready okay. to talk to us. So you have to, okay, uh, Terry Lee is here right now, so I can just a second. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Hello. Hello. Is that Terry? That's me. Hi, Terry. It's, it's Bob and Joe from Tonight With. How are you, man? I'm uh, just doing great. Oh, fantastic. Great Maybe. to talk to you. Great to talk to you, man. How's everything in Dawson today, man? Yeah, uh, bright and sunny. It's a little cool in the morning, but bright and sunny. Oh, sounds fantastic, man. Beautiful. We've, uh, we've just sort of described to our audience kind of a little bit of the origin of the toe um, and how right. you guys sort of came about with a cocktail and the tradition. Um, but we right. wanted to ask you, sort of first of all, Terry, sort of how, you were, how you came to be the toe master in the first place. I retired from the George Black Ferry. I was a marine engineer and deckhand and, mm. uh, in 2010. And uh, I was doing odd jobs, and I got laid off from one job in 2013. So I was walking by the hotel, and the manager at that time was having a smoke in the, at the back. So I said, sir, you got anything for me? I just got laid off. He said, well, we need a tow captain. So I said, sign me up. Wow. <laughs> Had you already? Uh, Tell you what. Had you already? Had you already yourself done a done a, a shot of the uh, of the old toe cocktail? Well, I've done seven so far. Done seven <laughs> so far. Had you heard about the toe cocktail before you uh, became the captain? Oh, long before. I knew Captain Dick, the guy who started it. I got here in wow. '79. You got here in '69, yeah. you say? '79. '79. Yeah, right. Fantastic. So you knew the captain himself. Wow. So when what when he left Dawson, he passed it on to another tone master as well. Yes, uh, Bill Holmes. Bill Holmes, and uh, presumably, uh, when he left his position, you were the guy that took over. Is that right? That's right. Amazing. Well, one of the questions we wanted to ask was how many toes you guys currently have at the Saldo Saloon, 
and how many can actually be used within the actual sour sour toe cocktail. Well, we're up to number 13. Okay, wow. So you have 13 toes? No, that's the, that's the number of toes that have been used up. Wow, oh. wow. Okay, so currently you have what, one toe? We have two that are... Uh, see, what we'd like to do, um, we have to keep it in rock salt. Right. That keeps it completely mummified. Mm -hmm. We'd like to switch it off once a week. Okay. So we'd like to have two toes that we can switch off. And we've got a third toe that's marginal that could be served if anything happens to the other two. Okay, that's it. What, what I was wondering is what makes sort of a good toe for, for you guys. Is it, is it, does it have to be a big toe for you? The big toe is the money toe. That's it, the money toe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Understandable. See, in, in, 2000, in 2013, um, uh, we had two big toes. Then a guy came in here and swallowed it on purpose. Mm. Terry, we've heard about that, yeah, and we, we, we both find it absolutely despicable. Abhorrent. That it is. But anyways, we're down to one toe, so we couldn't switch it off. We were used, uh, serving it continuously. I was surprised that it lasted for three years. Yeah, but yeah. last year, last year he gave up the ghost. I cremated it. I've got a little urn, and I'm making up a plaque for it. Oh, I'm going wow. to put it on the wall. Oh, man, yeah. that's great. Wow, man. So yeah. how, how is it now that you're, how is it you're getting more toes? How are you trying to sort of get more toes into the bar? Well, it's mostly publicity. Uh, we had a, we had a toe stolen about a month a, a month and a half ago, mm -hmm. and it was like a practical joke that wasn't very practical. Yeah. And, not, uh, very funny, actually, not very funny. Not very funny. Yeah. He mailed it back to us, but yeah. it had been out of the salt for too long. Uh. So, so we got, uh, right now I'm trying to keep it in the salt as long as possible and using the good toe more continuously to make sure in yeah. order to preserve that. Yeah, 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 totally, man. I mean, so, so, so far, about eight toes have, have gone missing in total. But, I mean, why, why is it that people, do you think, want to steal the toe in the first place? Is it just as a joke, or is it something more than that? Well, this one guy, he was drunk, and he wanted to impress his girlfriend. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, no girl would be more impressed than, uh, than stealing toes, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean... So, anyways, yeah. the, score rate, the score rate now is that five have been swallowed, one on purpose. Mm -hmm. Three have been stolen. Um, let's see. Uh, three have been stolen. Uh, the rest have pretty well been used up. Used so up? It, yeah, okay. Yeah. So there were only so many apart. drinks to one toe. See, that, that's, that, that's uh, being toe mastered. Uh, uh, I don't own the toe. Mm. I just serve it. Mm. But as the toe master, I do all the paperwork. I make sure the toes are in good shape to be serving. We don't want pieces of the toe coming apart when we put in somebody's sure, drink. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. I can imagine that. I mean, to, yeah. to, to Dawson, I mean, the whole um, sour toe cocktail must mean a lot. I mean, how does the... Oh, it's, it's huge. Yeah. It's monstrous. It's mm. huge. Mm. You see, this, it, there's a patent and a copyright on the sour toe cocktail, the names and everything. And this is the only place in the known universe where you can actually do the sour toe cocktail. Yeah, legally. right. Right, yeah, legally yeah. actually do it. Yeah, because I was wondering this, like here in the UK where we're calling from, I was wondering yeah. if that would even be legal to do here. I think that I'd be arrested no, before yeah. I tried to serve no. it. Well, you'd be sued because that's copyright infringement and uh, patent <laughs> infringement. But I don't yeah. also Terry, be, I would never try would never to do try it. To do it. But what we mean is I don't even think the authorities would be uh, happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, see, right now, the main thrust is what we're doing. We're 
were looking for big toes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and we got them through donations. We can't pay for them because that's trafficking in body parts. Sure. But we're looking for donations of big toes because that's the money that we don't have one right now. Do you, do so, we, so we can't serve the foot. And the foot is, uh, we serve it on a rare occasions. It's under under a thousand members of that. And uh, the foot is the big toe and the four smaller toes served in one shot. Wow. Sherry. Wow. <laughs> My gosh. Oh, man. I, I, all our, in all our research, I didn't read about that. That sounds incredible. Yeah. Man. Uh, I am a Wow, <laughs> that is incredible. I mean, what, one, oh, of, one of the questions we, that's kind incredible. Of, we wanted to ask, really, because obviously it is difficult sort of uh, getting sort of toes across the border and all these kind of things, but how would you feel if someone was to um, donate their toe on purpose without there being anything wrong with their toe? So, for instance, not having frostbite or not having, you know, any, any reason to give their toe other than wanting to give it to, to, to the downtown hotel? Okay, the problem with that is that's self-mutilation. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that's a criminal offense. You would go to jail. Right. Okay. Right. So they're... so the downtown hotel wouldn't be able to accept a tow. No. Uh, no. Well, you know, we got them anonymously. We may have gotten a couple in there that snuck in, mm-hmm. but we don't know. Right. Okay. But sure. you're you're not actually allowed to accept that. Yeah. Sure. That makes sense. No. Me- no. Yeah. Right. Because it's illegal to accept the. Um, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Swallowed in 1980. Uh, Captain Dick was going to cut off its own toe. Right. And, and the authorities said, "You can't do that. That's self-mutilation. You go to jail." Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. Did uh, yeah. in the end did did Captain Dick's toe actually make it into the uh, cocktail? Oh, he's still alive. Oh, he's still alive. Wow. wow. Oh, I, I sorry, I had no idea. He's 87 years old. He's in Whitehorse. He's an old folks home. And he's got a touch of Alzheimer's. He's in and out, in and out. But uh, he still has a toe down there, which is completely illegal. But uh, <laughs> he, he wears his cap. He wears his captain's hat all, uh, all over the place, and he rides in this little red scooter all over the town. That sounds oh, fantastic. Man. That's amazing. Yeah. Sounds like you've got an incredible bunch down there in Yukon. Wow. Oh yeah. Incredible. Yeah, fascinated by it. Fascinated. We wanted to ask you uh, uh, what one last thing, Terry, as well which was just, uh, we wanted to know exactly what it is that you say to each person before they, uh, they drink the, uh, the, the, the sour toe whiskey. Okay, we have two warning signs. One's, uh, if you swallow the toe, it's a $2,500 fine. Another one, uh, the toe cannot, your membership may be voided if the toe goes in the amount in whole or in part. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the spiel I give is a shorter version now because we have new certificates. But it is, uh, you can drink it fast, you can drink it slow, but your lips must touch this gnarly toe. <laughs> Just your lips. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Jerry. Thank you so much. Fantastic man. to hear it's for, been a from real, you. Real pleasure to talk to you, Jerry, and I hope everything's going great uh, in the downtown hotel. And I wish you all the yeah. best, and I hope to see you one day and have you uh, give us uh, a toe for ourselves. I should tell you guys that uh, my mother was born in Folkestone and Kent, so oh, that wow. makes me half, half Brit. <laughs> How? Fantastic. Half Brit himself. Wow, incredible, yep. incredible stuff. Wow. Terry, it's an absolute pleasure to speak to thank you tonight. Thank you so much for talking to us, man. Okay, thank you, guys. Right. Have a fantastic speed, day man. down there in the Godspeed Yukon. to the downtown hotel. Okay, thank you very much. Hey, Barton, Barton, what you want? Give me a drink, Daddy. What you gonna do with it? Don't ask me that. You got the money to pay for it? Well, I'm gonna tell you how that is. I ain't got money to... Oh, oh. 
pay for this drink. I ain't got the money to. Off, off, pay for this drink. Boy, I need it bad. Off, off, my wine headed baby taking everything I had. Off, 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 off. I ain't got the money to. Off, off, pay for this drink. I ain't got the money to. Off, off, pay for this drink. Boy, I need it too. I'll have another drink, bartender, since they're on you. You know me, bartender. We've been friends a long, long time. I'll have another drink, bartender. Better make my cherry. I ain't got the money to pay for this drink. I ain't got the money to. Pay for this drink, boy, I need it bad. My wine-headed baby taking everything I had. Better make mine cherry. I ain't got the money to art art pay for this drink. I ain't got the money to art art pay for this drink. Boy, I need it bad. Art art, my wine headed baby taking everything I had. Art art, art art, my wine headed baby. Oh man, oh man, I feel elated from that. That was uh, incredible. It's so good to talk to him. Uh, literally only a few days ago we contacted the man and uh, it was just brilliant that he wanted to talk to us. Uh, amazing to hear about his experience and uh, also great to know that he knew the original, original captain as he well. He still knows him. I mean, he still he's, knows he's him still, as well. He's I, down the road I in Whitehall. I, don't, I, I just, I just, I assumed, I, I don't know why, but it's Still incredible. wearing his cap and riding around on a red scooter. I mean, God damn, that's beautiful, man. Did you, he mentioned that um, uh, the captain's still got a toe down there. Like I un, know. You know. Under the counter toe whiskey. I thought that's incredible. Real contraband. Wow. And, and also, the whole concept of the foot. Oh, I didn't have. Any I had idea no about that. idea about that. How many? How many people? There wasn't he many. Said, people he said. He said. He said. He's part of the. Is I think it was a one thousand club. Because bear in mind, right. there's almost seventy thousand people who've who've actually had the the sour tail whiskey. Yeah, that's so, a that's a lot of people. So yeah, that's a lot of people. But only, but only 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 <laughs> one thousand who have done the entire toe. Entire foot. Then the entire foot. It must to me that seems like a pint. I, I think basically you've got to like kind of really like push your push them away from your lips. They can't go inside your mouth, otherwise you don't get to I join think That's what club. he said, that. It's interesting, because actually when I read online, a lot of people seem to deliberately take it into their mouths, so I assume that a lot of those people did not join the club. Yeah. Either that or the, or the you know, master of the toe was not watching. Yeah. yeah, I doubt that very much. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching. That song that we just played was by George Zimmerman and The Thrills. It's called I Ain't Got The Money To Pay For This Drink. Amazing song. Amazing Great song. song yeah. I've often found myself in that. Uh, I think that's when I found the, the tab at the Quadrant. <laughs> the Sorry. Quadrant in Brighton. <laughs> Fantastic bar. Um, 
I think that the Thrills might have got their name from... I think it's possible. There. It's possible. I can't think of a band less like George Zimmerman and the Thrills to sound like the Thrills. But I true. think, you know, the what a name. They're still what decent. Name. Still decent. Uh, but I think right Whatever about now... Whatever happened to Corey Haim? Well, no, all right, right now. What, what happened to my friend? Right, right now. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I think don't go back to Big Sur. No, um, don't go. No, that's so not. what we're going to do is we're we're going to open the third oh, actually. and final beer. But we can't do it without the voice of Jacques. Oh, we certainly can't. We certainly bloody not can't. Not Jacques himself. You know, Jacques's about to tell us about what we're about to drink. And to tell you right now and to look at it, it literally looks like a celestial series of magical fruity objects in it the sky. It does, yeah. The constellations have a line for us this Literally, evening. Literally, there are pudding planets revolving around each other. I'm hoping it's not going to be as deserty as it's suggesting because I don't like pudding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's hear from Jack. Jacques himself. Let's hear from Jack. Mr. Take it away, Jacques. So last but not least, we've got the strawberries and cream. Now this is part of a new collaboration series that we've just launched uh, called Deserted Planet. Again, there's a play on the words. Um, deserted spelt like the D-E-S-S-E-R-T-E-D, as in a sweet thing that you can eat. Um, and it's inspired by our favorite desserts, so strawberries and cream, which is um, obviously uh, a winner for the British summer. Um, and it's, um, it's made with a ton of kind of strawberry fruits and then it's got a kind of um, a creaminess that comes from lactose and vanilla pods. So it's 6%, it's a little bit stronger than, um, than our other beers but it certainly kind of packs a bit of a punch that, um, that lets you know that you're drinking, um, you're drinking an IPA. So it's more true to the, to the style but it's something that we think is quite, um, quite accessible and and, and able to be enjoyed by people that maybe don't like the um, the kind of the bitterness that comes with um, with Indian pale ales traditionally. Okay, guys, hope you enjoy it all, and we'll see you guys soon. Thank you, Jack. Jack the lad, the bison man, head honcho, Jack and Nick. Let's First open by these bison up. man of beer. Let's open them up. We're going to open your pudding wine. Open it up. Whoa! Oh God, that's back everywhere. Yeah, got it over all the, along your all leg. over the microphone, all over the microphone. Very interesting idea, isn't it? Ooh, you know what? It isn't actually anywhere near as bad as I thought it would be. You thought it was going to be terrible, didn't I you? I thought I immediately thought it'd be awful. Yeah. I just not because I didn't. I not be because right. the other beers. I mean, it's the really other beers have been great. Just because I don't like. I, I like you know. I like my mashed potato. I like my sausage separate. I, I like my candy floss. And my, uh, you know, my cabbage uh, rooms apart. Fair I enough. Don't, I don't want my beer to to touch a fluffy, cuddly animal at the same time. I know what you mean. And I felt that this bubble gum was going to infect my beer. Yeah, it's a, we want a savoury thing when we you drink beer. You know what? It just really isn't that bad. No, it's really quite good. It's isn't actually it? quite it's nice. nice. It's a bit peppy. It's very a bit nice. like whoa. And what did you say? This one's done with the Arundel Brewery. It kind of this tastes. Is the Bison is it, and Arundel. Is that right? Brewery, yeah. To be honest, this artwork is so engrossing, I, I can't read anything. It's a, fla- it's it's a flavoursome beer. Wow. They've designed this uh, very well uh, to the point where it does, uh, it's transcended it does remind language. Me. It does remind me. It's strong as well for 6%. Is it strong? Is yeah, it? we started with the 3.5, um, uh, which was lovely. It's also a tall can as well. It's a much the other bigger thing, can. All of the cans we've been doing are sort of uh, delicate magic stubbies. Yeah, which and this is And this is a tall one. This is a if you want if you want a, a good evening with a with a pudding beer. Absolutely, packing a punch. It's time like Jack said. But you know what? No, it is bitter enough that if if no one had told me that it had anything to do with pudding, I would never know. 
Right, I'm not sure if I, like... I think <sighs> that it, it reminds me of a... Um, it's more like... Of like right. a, Actually, now it's coming to me. It reminds me more of like a, a fruit sort of concoction cider or something. So definitely... Uh, no, no, no. Well, you're not having it now. Definitely, I'm not really enjoying definitely it Definitely for the now. summer drinkers. I don't, I don't know, man. It's it's very. It's actually. Oh, it builds on you. It, it, it builds, builds on you. you. It builds on you As like a, a like a warm fungus. Wow. It's, it's a it's a strange well, feeling. Like a microbiotic uh, sort. I of think symbiotic oh, kind of relationship. I think, I think I'm a beer man. I'm not sure I'm a strawberry beer man. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Not many men are. <sighs> no, I want to. I want to drink this thing. I'm going to drink this because I think maybe I'm, I'm, I think I'm going through levels. Like I have to progress through levels. I want to know what. Like uh, that. I want to know what's that film like, where they you know. Like, you know. I want to know if he, he likes do you want it. Some other, do you want to try some it. of that? We're giving it to our studio audience to, uh, to, to, to taste because maybe you know I'm biased by Looking my lack of. Faces. I've never had a sweet tooth. Never ever. So you know, it's not really it's nothing personal. It's pretty oh, good. It's producer Ian says it's delicious. Good. Once again, his eyebrows raised. This is a good this sign. Is this is happened. a man who, who literally, you know, either likes something or doesn't. So exactly. you know, he's going to tell you how he feels. Patrick, the reader, is... Patrick will only like certain kinds of erotica, and he's given us expression Old of himself. mild discontent. No, <laughs> no, no. He's actually now laughing. He's merry. His face is lit up like a candy floss wand. He says, yeah, he says, yeah, 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 and then yeah, he wrote, rose his hands as know. if he was about to take flight, and then he shut down. Really to be honest, I yeah. would say I would I put if I if I'm going to rate the beers right now, I'm going to put I'm going to put Bison Beer Club Pale. Yeah, no, no, I, I thought sorry, <laughs> just on the mic. I'm like, like um, yeah, no, I thought it was pretty good. What? I can't drop the mic. He, he just he, <laughs> thought, he, he thought it was pretty good. He, he wanted to drop the mic. Uh, yeah, that that was it. He was gonna. That was it. Drop the mic. I don't so know. all round pretty good. I mean, these bisons have gone down very well. I think. Yes, very much. Very much so. Yeah. I'd say club number one. Would I'd you? Say, I'd say I'd say C side APA number two, and I would say candy floss magic strawberry magic number three. I would agree with you. I am going to agree with you right now, but I think on a different day, um, when I was looking to really really get really have some drinks, I'd put C side number one at number one. And then the club, like a very close second, but that's only because of the percentage and only because I want to be drunk. Absolutely. To be honest, I I could session out all day on the Bison Beer Club page. Well, this is the, this is the like thing. That. As you know, as a um, a self-proclaimed hardened drinker, so it doesn't mean <laughs> much. No, it's self-proclaimed. We all know it, man. The club, I think, would do me good. Mm-hmm. So I think to to drink that, you I'll could be drink right. tens of thousands of those. But the seaside. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really hankering for another seaside. Nice, I know what you mean. But I like this one as well. It's big and it's strong as hell. Actually, the more I drink of it, the less bothered I am by it. Terry so Lee. I, I really don't hey. know what it said, but Terry Lee. And you know what? It's time to call your dad. It's time to phone my father. It's time to call your dad. Let's call him. Let's call him up. Let's call him up. So this is the competition. It's called LA Takedown. You see me doing thrill seeker liquor store holdups with a born to lose tattoo on my chest. Um, we called Bob's father last week, and um, he won the competition. Uh, we also we also called my father last week, um, and he also won the competition. So this time we're going to double the prizes immediately if he answers. Um, so should, we, should should I just give him a call? Give him a call. Try to give him a call. Right. Spin the wheel. Spin of the wheel. Opportunity. Hey, Daddy, yo, you got a drink for me? 
Hello, Dad. It's hey. your son. How are you? You're right. It's also Bob. Yeah, I'm alright, Joe. And you, man? Yeah, I'm good. I'm with Bob. You're live on our podcast. Tonight with Kerry Lee. Oh, God. I'm asleep. <laughs> are you asleep? On the couch asleep, that's cool, Dad. Well, the best thing about this, at least, the you know, at least that you have you've won two copies of LA Takedown. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, two copies, that's not nice just one. one. Yeah, I know, I know, it's I brilliant. Hope I don't have to answer anything because my brain is at zero tonight. Your brain's right. at zero. Well, you can gamble it all. You can gamble it okay, all. We'll gamble it all. Good. You, well, just so you know, what you're going to win is three copies of LA Takedown, <laughs> and possibly. Um, possibly a film called Encounters of the Spooky Kind. That sounds interesting. Yeah, I there's think only, you'd like it. There's only one question you have to answer, and it is, what does the L.A. in L.A. Takedown stand for? Uh, Los Angeles. Right, he's got that. Oh, That's right. Done. That's correct. He's got that. He's got that. And then what is the Did takedown meaning in L.A. Takedown? Gonna be busting somebody, huh? Busting them right up, Dad. Absolutely. Them right, up. Absolutely. <laughs> right, you've got four DVDs coming your way. All the way to Dundee from Brighton. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a good night tonight, Dad? Yeah, good night, didn't you? Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. Excellent. I'm glad to hear it. Alright, well well done. Competition winner number two. DOS. <laughs> Nice one. <laughs> nice one, man. Well done. Well, well played. <laughs> See you later, Joe. In a bit, dude. <laughs> Bye, Dad. Well done, Dad. And there we go. There we go. Well done, Father. Well done, Father. Absolutely. Who what in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy Kingdom name. Kingdom come, thy will be done, and LA take down forever. Absolutely. Um, enjoy the sofa tonight, Father. He's uh, fallen asleep. What will he possibly Obviously. do with, with three copies of LA Takedown? I don't know what you're going to do with them, Dad. What I would do be... is I would use them as reflective surfaces to prevent crows from eating my crops. Well, what you can do, I've, I've seen people do that. They can they stick CDs to their walls in the garden. Oh, do they? Have you seen people is do that? that? Is kind of bizarre but, collage? But they, but, they, but they put them the other way, so the reflective bit is out. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it scares just... seagulls, crows, and small chaffinches. <laughs> and small children who hate DVDs. Yeah, definitely. They, they Fantastic. Need, small children don't know what DVDs are. They don't, they've never seen a, an AOL CD Dad, come through their doorstep. But you've got three LA takedowns and you've got one Encounters of the Spooky Kind. If I, it was me, I would duct tape them to myself on a run to the streets in pure, absolute, goddamn happiness. Covering himself in bison beer. And you know what? You know what? It's a good day. <laughs> it's a good day. It's, it's a, a good day. day. And I want to say thank you to the Downtown Hotel. The Downtown Hotel. I want Dawson to say City, thank you Yukon, to Dawson Canada. City. You have done us well tonight. So thank you to Uncle Filthy Al for all his great tips. And I want to say thank you so much for listening. Absolutely. We're Terry Lee. Terry Lee. What a pleasure to talk to you. The Magus. Thanks the magician. to everybody else that's tuned in to listen to this. And next week we'll be... What are we doing next week? I think next week we're talking about cardboard boxes and antelope. Absolutely. See you next week. Godspeed. Godspeed.